Ode to a Lost Explorer. This is a fictional travel blog through the procedurally generated universe of No Man's Sky. All content within this audiobook is copyright 2016-2018 Andreas Constantine. All related No Man's Sky logos and or information included in this novelization are owned by Hello Games. Welcome, interlopers, to the fictitious podcast novelization through the procedurally generated universe of No Man's Sky. Chapter 9, Burning Red. The fireflies were not candles, but giant burning orbs, storage spheres adjacent to the ship's hull which once stockpiled the freighter's supply of oxides and isotopes. They had been torn apart and pillaged. I felt that what hope the three of us had rekindled would soon be extinguished, along with the fires. I'll come! I'll come! Caleb exclaimed. Arya had moved close to Caleb, then placed her arm over his shoulder, letting him know he wasn't alone. Caleb maneuvered the holler across the freighter's superstructure. Most of the turrets had been destroyed, the plating pocketed by blasts and explosions. Slowly taking account of the damage, he seemed to be calculating something in his head while mumbling words in Gek that I could not begin to fathom. I looked at Arya for an indication for what lay ahead, but she was preoccupied with comforting Kalo. So I risked asking, what now? Now we land on Peppered Fire to see what to fix. If Freddy can be fixed, lots and lots of supplies we need. Holler will need to work hard. We will need to work hard. But we see if we have any crew left alive. Kalo gently sashayed the holler to the far end of the freighter while trying to observe as much of the damage as he could before finally touching down. The bridge was still intact, as was the docking area. The blue flight deck shields were still functioning, and so we flew straight into the docks and landed. The docks were empty, save for one battered shuttle and a fighter that had seen better days. Who or whatever had attacked the freighter seemed to have taken what they wanted and left. Still, Caleb was not taking any chances. He opened a narrow cabinet in the back of the cockpit beside the door and passed us each a multi-tool. Aria a pistol, a rifle for myself, and he holstered a bizarre alien contraption, which is part mechanical, part organic. Trust in number seven has shot plenty of pirates. I could see Caleb was happy to see his old red and gray freighter parked at the docks with a large number, seven, painted just behind the canopy, still intact on the dock. Too old for stupid pirates to touch. He laughed. They know nothing about fighter. Kayla made special fittings, secret fittings. Fighter number seven deadly. He smirked. Lucky number seven. The three of us quickly made our way over to the bridge, with Kayla leading the way. There had been fighting. Laser blasts pocketed the corridors, with the final blast door breached. The last stain was fought over the bridge, with damage evident on all three open levels. Storage cabinets had been blown open, computer terminals taken apart on the top deck. It was as if someone was trying to hack the ship's main computer. The communications console desk had been blasted into oblivion to prevent anyone from sending a distress signal. The central navigation console, however, was still displaying a three-dimensional image of the present planetary system, so it seemed intact, but the crew was missing. It's as if they were looking for something. The computers have been hacked, but not destroyed, I said. Kalo, is it safe? 
Arya asked with concern in her voice. Kalo kneeled down and opened a concealed panel at the bottom of the central navigation console. Out popped a compact, translucent musical keyboard on which Kalo began to play a specific tune. Each key had a differently colored wire connected to it, running from the keys up into the console in a maze of spaghetti rainbows. It sounded strangely familiar, but I felt totally out of context, as if I was imagining either the music or the crazy situation I had found myself in. As Kalo played, the image of the three-dimensional planetary system distorted and started to remodulate into musical patterns as a new image formed. A strange, dark mold began to form in front of my eyes. At its center, a burning red sphere pulsated. Before the image could become coherent, Kalo stopped playing. The console and the planetary system reappeared. It's safe, Kalo said, taking a deep breath. He closed the console, stood up. Arya saw my confusion, but turned her attention to Kalo. They'll be back. They don't have it. They couldn't find it. We need to go now. She had lost her steady voice, and the fear was evident. That tune, it was familiar. How is it I know it? I directed my question to both of them. It's just a password for console. But Kalo plays music too. So maybe you hear Kalo's great performance. Known in many gig systems. Yes, very popular. Kalo answered proudly while making some strange gurgling sounds. You're, you're imagining things. Arya said trying to reassure me. And now I'm imagining sounds. Is that a knock? No, you're not imagining it. I can hear it too, I said, turning to look in the direction the sound was coming from. Come! Kalo instructed us to follow him to the back of the bridge, then up the stairs connecting the different levels of the bridge, back across an upper conduit spanning the docks below, and ahead to the hydroponic bay. The door was sealed, but there was a steady knocking sound coming from within. Kalo came forward and entered a pin number with one hand, weapon at the ready with his other. I took aim on the door with my rifle. Arya kept at her distance behind us. I noticed she wasn't holding the pistol. The door opened, triggering a remote beacon. Kalo hissed and exhaled loudly, saying, No trouble, but cruise safe. Five gecks were tied and gagged in a row, their backs against the wall. Quickly, help me untie. I entered the bay with Kalo, and together we saw a multitude of stars cross our eyes as a loud thump shutted the back of our skulls. Are you a No Man's Sky fan, player, enthusiast, or just a fan of space fiction? Well, please enjoy this audiobook now, subscribe to the channel, or visit the actual novelization written by Andres Constantine at ode2alostexplorer.wordpress.com. Until the next time, keep exploring, interlopers.